Hello everyone, my name is Jack and you're listening to the Dev90X podcast. Today is day 31. I've got two sections to go over today. One is a progress update and the other one is general life things because I've got a few things that are going to affect my progress updates. <laughs> but first, Jack's hack. AirPods Pro. I know I already said this, but AirPods Pro, <laughs> they're just so good. I So one of the things that they have is a transparency mode where you can hear through and basically they just, it's like reverse uh, noise cancellation and they, they just pick up everything and then they pump it straight into your ears, obviously not loud, but the difference between transparency and noise cancellation is just night and day. It's like black and white. It's so awesome especially for here in Bali where it's quite noisy when you're out and about. Uh, so I wanted to say that. But that's actually a joke. That's not my hack for today. I already That was already a hack. Um, my hack for today, it's a little one, but two meter cables. So every, every time you buy an iPhone device or even kind of any device that comes with a charge cable, it's usually a short cable, usually a one meter cable. And I got to say, I got to say, I've, I've bought a couple of two meter cables and just seems to be the sweet spot, two meter cables. It's just, you know, you can have your phone on, on charge while you're in bed. And with a two meter cable, you can grab your phone without taking it off the charger and use it and then put it back. Whereas with a one meter cable, it's just not enough reach. You've got to unplug it and then use it and then plug it back in. So little thing, little little lifestyle life upgrade but two meter cables make such a nice difference i suppose nowadays we're using a lot of mag mag charge technology or i guess we're going into the era of magnetic charging and so maybe cables are on the way out but for now two meter cables so progress update i've got a couple of things going on i'm learning how to code because this is kind of my fault, not my fallback option. This is my primary directive right now is to, to learn iOS development so I can build my app and so that I can provide actual progress to the project. Uh, but on the other hand, I've also, I'm also thinking, let's try and make this easy. Let's try and find someone who can help me. And so I went on Fiverr and I wrote up a one pager for my app and I sent it out to a few people. I put a target price in there and I'm thinking that maybe I shouldn't have done that. Maybe I should have just asked just flat out for a quote to see what people, what comes back without putting it in their mind because two people came back without a quote and seemed relatively disinterested if, if I'm honest. One, one said that sounds like an interesting project but whenever someone's like interesting, <laughs> that means they're disinterested. <laughs> um, so, and then the other guy was just like straight away, yep, I'll do it. No matter what, I'm your guy. Let's go. And so I started talking to this guy and he, he wanted to take the conversation off platform. And then, so I've got red flags going. Um, <laughs> and I've just had a, a couple more red flags come up, which is that he requested that I pay in crypto for me, that's a major red flag because you cannot reverse a transaction if you pay in crypto. And number two, 
I requested his GitHub because I was like, all right, this guy seems like pretty legit. He's got four or five different gigs on Fiverr. Uh, all of them are in development. So one of them, you know, he's got game development. He's got crypto wallet development. He's got NFT development. He's just got all of these different development kind of gigs. Uh, all pretty high, high ticket items, to be honest. And he, uh, yeah, so I thought, of course, he's got a GitHub, you know, of course, right? So I asked for it and he's like, yep, here's my GitHub. And he just links me, um, sorry, he just sends me his username and not a link to his GitHub. So I had to go and search GitHub to find his profile and there's nothing on it, absolutely zero activity. Uh, I think it's a couple years old, although there's just been zero activity on it. So another major red flag. Uh, I requested a direct link to his GitHub and I said, hey, look, I, I'm not sure if I found the right one. The one that I found doesn't have anything on it. Could you just link it to me directly? And if he doesn't send anything back, then definite scammer. So heed, heed my warning people that scams do happen on Fiverr. There are scammers on Fiverr and you have to definitely do your due diligence on people. If you're going to be dropping a lot, a large sum of money, um, I know it's, it's like very enticing to take that off platform because then you can save on the, on the taxes and then the, the freelancer will also save on the platform fees, which are pretty, pretty heavy, 20%. So, I mean, the, the margin that comes in between what you pay and what they get is about 30%. Uh, so it's very, it's very lucrative to take, take transactions off platform. But it's also dangerous as well. You don't get the buyer protection and you are susceptible to scammers. So I'm not going with Abdullah. He's too scammy for me. And that takes me back to where I was before just looking. Other than that, I have started reading the Swift documentation on swift.org. I figured that reading through the documentation should be something that I'm just kind of kind of just plotting away at, just chipping away at. Uh, so I created a shortcut on my phone using Safari. And now it's like an app icon where I, I can just click it and it'll take me to swift.org and I can, I can actually set Safari to read mode, which is, I'm not sure what the features are, but it seems like rather than reloading the page all the time, it remembers where you were, where you were at when you were reading it. Uh, so it's more more like a, an ebook kind of experience, which is exactly what you need because those pages are pretty long and they're full of a lot of information. So it's not something you wouldn't read one page in one reading session. I also learned that Swift Playgrounds, which was ori originally an iPad app to try and get people who have iPads to start programming and to learn a little bit more about programming is also available on the Mac, which to me is a little bit more useful. I have an iPad, it's great, but just compared to working on my Mac, it's not as good, especially if you're typing. So I downloaded on the Mac and I thought maybe it might be worth having a look at this Learn to Code series. That might actually help. So I downloaded the Learn to Code one and started it. And basically 
this thing is made for children. <laughs> it's, it's more like a game. It plays more like a game, a puzzle game. And you don't really have to, and sure enough, it teaches you, you the fundamental kind of logic behind coding, but it's so basic and it doesn't really teach you any of the syntax. I mean, it teaches you like how to declare a function and call a function. It teaches you about for loops. It teaches you conditional statements like if, else. But I'm looking for something a little bit more, you know, high level. So to me, it seems like a bit of a waste of time. Having said that, I probably will finish it because it's pretty fun. <laughs> so yeah, learn to code one. I started it. I'm about halfway through it. Each little puzzle takes about five minutes. And I read a bit more code from the action and vision Xcode project from Apple, which is a pretty high level app that they built to demo the technology behind computer vision and what you can do with it. This one is something that I'd, I'd really love to just re read through all of the files and understand everything, but it does take a long time to read through. And I still don't, I'm still not very discerning with what, what is relevant. Like when I'm reading code, um, you know, I can read through a, a file, which is like a view file. And I'm trying to find out, I'm, I might be trying to find where they call a function uh, to run some code. Uh, for example, I want to know where in this project do they run a post-detection function because like, is it in the view controller? Is it in the model? Is it in, it's, op, it's not in the view, but I know it affects the view. Do they call it in the view? So these are the questions that I'm trying to figure out. Like how is this MVC or MVVM structure working behind the scenes? How do I understand where to navigate through it so I can find where things are? And if I were, if I wanted to change them, how, where would I go to change them? So it, I think it's one of those things where it just takes time and you just have to put in the hours of just reading and, and kind of struggling. <laughs> yeah. You just got to struggle. <laughs> it's the only way, uh, learn code the hard way. It's, it's better. It's easier. <laughs> um, that's how I feel about this anyway. <clears throat> Although I don't like using the word struggle. I like using the word Challenge. You just got to challenge yourself constantly. Other than that, my I've got a general couple of general life things. There's always general life things to to get done on the to do list. One is that tomorrow I'm putting in four hours of work for someone else for the first time during this challenge. I'll be working for someone else, and so I that'll just put a bit of time pressure on progress and having and doing the podcast and having some something to report, something good. Um, and I'm also getting my scooter seat redone today. My scooter seat has a split in it and the foam is exposed. And if it's raining and the foam gets wet, then you, you might end up needing to buy a whole new seat, which is way more expensive than just getting the seat cover redone. So I'm doing that today. We'll see how long that takes. I'm also getting back into weights today, which is uh, first time in two weeks since I fell ill. And... Uh, this week, my goal is to start dropping back on on coffee consumption as well. So getting that back under control is going to feel really good by the end of the week. So that's it for today. Just a pretty short one. Thanks for listening, everyone. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.